Hey everybody, it's Scotty from the past talking to you in the future because uh oh oopsie whoopsies I forgot that I was going to podcast movement this week but it it was a great time I'm sure it was I haven't gone yet but because of that we didn't get to record but instead of leaving you high and dry or doing a feed drop or something like that I decided to give you guys a little bit of an appetizer platter. If you got friends who you're trying to get into fun fiction and they're like, what's the vibe like? Send them this episode because it's all chaotic. It's all insane. It's all fun fiction. I didn't plan on that lead in. That was really good. This was just sort of like a random man. Ahem. Random <laughs> individual. A random person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to misgender Hawk Babadook. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should know better. Hawk Babadook, a podcaster from Seattle, <laughs> visiting his parents in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hog Babadook has broken this episode. I don't think, like, what's the finale gonna be? It doesn't matter as long as we get to keep Hog Babadook forever. Really, whatever happens to Wanda and Vision is secondary to the fate of Hawk Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> Will Hawk continue their their fucking audio drama podcast that they've been promising to make for weeks now. As soon as Agatha relinquishes her hold on Hawk Babadook, they they blink and shake their head and they're like, "What my my podcast? Oh my god, I haven't put out an episode in in like a in- month." <laughs> Tens of downloads! (laughs) Is there a new My Brother, My Brother and Me? Have I missed it? I've missed, like, I've been out for months. I've missed, like, three episodes of The Adventure Zone. Oh, no! Oh, it's still graduation. Mm. Oh, no. (laughs) That was me. Fuck you, I like graduation at least more than the other series. Well, maybe Hawk Babadook doesn't. Hawk Babadook is an amnesty bitch through and through. Hawk Babadook is the Duck Newton stan. (laughs) This episode is fucking incomprehensible. My favorite is all of the people who are going to be listening to this the week after the finale, where they do reveal that his name was Hawk Babadook all along, and they're like, how did they know? <laughs> how did they fucking know? How did they know about- okay, it's, beca- who- it's because we have fucking non-binary powers. Yes. We all knew. <laughs> That's our superpowers. We know one when we see one, and we know their name, and it's Hot Babadook. <laughs> That's our secret, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always Hot Babadook. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to turn around, put on a flannel jacket, <laughs> put their hair in a ponytail, and get very tall. So, so Wanda envisioned though. <laughs> We're just gonna make a whole lot of like, who should the doctor be jokes. Oh yeah, that's Hercule. Ninety percent like of it. <laughs> I'm going back and I'm going to punch a Tyrannosaurus Rex right in its ball sack. I don't care. I don't know what these angel statues are, but I'm going to punch them apart with my fists. I fucking tossed Marie Antoinette's head over the mountains. I yeeted that bitch. The only companions I need is righty and lefty. Lefty. I deadlifted one of them pillars Samson broke down and then threw it at the devil. I should be in the Bible, not Samson. My name's Hercule. I saved Jesus from an army of 50 Romans.
Then he was like, no, no, I have to do this for humanity. I was like, no, I've got you, fam. (laughs) Fuck the time stream. I'm Hercule. (laughs) You think the Titanic hit an iceberg? It hit my left bicep. It went down in one. Like all of my opponents do. (laughs) Director of Dragon Ball Evolution came to me and said, who should be Goku? You've worked with him the most. And I said he needed to be played by a good, strong, twink American. I was just like, oh, okay, hot redheads here, cool. And then <laughs> did she lean down and touched her boot? And from her, the, the <laughs> her, her heel had a door on it. <laughs> and out of that, <laughs> out of that door walks a very tiny mouse. And I just remember going, Megan, hey, Megan, Megan, can we talk? Megan, what's going on? Say the rest of it, coward. (laughs) Because at that moment, I thought that was going to be the most buck wild thing in the scene. I really did. And then the rat walks up and there's a guard that's like, I'm going to catch this rat because now it's a Warner Brothers cartoon for some reason. He- <laughs> you got to point out he- what, what's special about the rat. Oh, he has like, all I saw was like a little wire hanging off of his tail, which to me, I thought, oh, no, no, it's it's coming out his ass. Oh, is it out of his... Okay, I thought it was attached to his tail. Because for me, I thought it was like a a lockpick that Jet Li was going to use to escape. Because at that point, I had not understood just what I had gotten into (laughs) yet. But I did, as that guard reached out, and then... Oh, ah! <laughs> just fucking boom! Literally, n- all the music in the fucking film cuts. You just hear, oh, ah! and then the mouse explodes. <laughs> and then you just hear, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. She had a detonator. There was a bomb in that fucking mouse. <laughs> and the, they timed the explosion to the that would be non non diegetic uh fucking yeah. wow <laughs> I was is this like the fucking Archer pilot they made up where Archer was played by a velociraptor the whole time? Shut up. He's different. <laughs> He's different. <laughs> he's different. He's older. He's God damn it. He's God damn it. I know what's there's, coming. I know what's coming. There's something about him that's perhaps more worldwide. Because <laughs> this man isn't Dale Cooper, you see. He's what? he's a uh, Cooper. <laughs> What? <laughs> hold up, hold up. You've recast Dale Cooper you know. as Mr. Worldwide. He's he's Cooper. <laughs> Dale Cooper. Oh my god, I hate you so much. it out with a Kodak. Picture me with a Kodak. <laughs> Driving up to two weeks. This play by people. No, nope. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Fuck y'all. I'm out. I'm out. Charles, Charles is recording in a closet Do- and just closed the doors. Dale <laughs> Cooper. Dale. Hey, there's more. Cooper. I wasn't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I I really I hope you've carried out this. Yet. I hope you carry this out. I hope we get a full story of Dalek. There's more. I wasn't done. I've seen him live. Hell yes. At WrestleMania. He needs to come back. 
I'm still Let here. I'm still finish. here. Can you see my face? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. That's terrifying. My God. I was here. I, I, I pull, I, I've been here the whole time. It's... That was terrifying. Um. Anyway, if you grew up in South Florida, this joke is hilarious. Um. Dollar. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh. He rolls into Twin Peaks and uh, he says, <laughs> he says, Diane. <laughs> what have you done? What have you created here? Oh. And he meets up, he meets up with Sheriff Harry Truman. Yeah, and lets you know, him know like he lets him know that he'll be taking over the investigation. It's a three hundred five. I I legitimately hate this. This is the worst thing. I'm so mad at you. How much weed? How much weed did you smoke to come up with this idea? Oh, by the way, this isn't releasing on the day of, but happy 420, everybody. The day that we're recording this. None. None? Honestly, I think our worst ideas come out sober. I think high is when we're like, I've got a brilliant idea, Marty. But then, like, sober is when it gets bad. And, um, you know, he has, he has all kinds of wacky conversations. <laughs> you know, he, he, he's, he thinks that the, uh, he thinks those trees are just so cool. He wants to, you know, he asks, uh, he says, Sheriff, you know, what kind of fantastic trees have you got growing around here? They're so big. They're so majestic. And he says, you know, that they're, they're Douglas firs. And he says, oh, wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you know when he discovers that this is going to be you know more of a, a complicated case he says obviously he says sheriff you know that reminds me can can you recommend to me a good inexpensive hotel or motel you know it doesn't have to be fancy and i mean that and you know the sheriff says you know i could get you a good rate up at the great northern and of course dolly cooper says <laughs> no, no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out again. This time for real. <laughs> and of course, this is a nightmare. This is my nightmare. <laughs> of course, how can we forget when they find in the locket? And and you know he says he, he records to to Diane he says at the at the base of the, the mound of dirt is a torn piece of newsprint and written with the words which appear to be in blood fire walk with me at which point Dolly Cooper looks directly into the camera smiles and then we hear <laughs> you know, Charles, you, you seem kind of upset. You know, I gotta, I gotta know, like. No, I am in fact not having a good time, Agent Mister Worldwide. <laughs> Agent Worldwide, I'm gonna die. You gotta bring, you gotta bring that 305 flavor to the town of Twin Peaks. <laughs> to, to, to Oregon. <laughs> Do you want me to like break in and tell you every time you've gotten something right? Uh, oh yeah yeah okay i thought you were gonna say wrong and i'm like no that will be immediate that's immediate. <laughs> all right <clears throat> i'm gonna put in some epic <laughs> epic music behind it 
Aw, oh, dip. Ding dang Hitler stole my dad, Indiana Jones said. <laughs> <laughs> His hat flapping in the wind, trying to decide if it's a cowboy hat or a fedora. <laughs> what will we do about that, Mr. Jones? Short Round responded, causing Indy to lovingly look down at this boy and pick him up in his big adventurer arms. <laughs> Yaga! Indy yelled as he yeeted Short Round off a cliff because holy shit, we're not about to deal with that. Now, to find my dad, Indy said with a tiny smile. He went and got on an airplane, I guess. The airplane was piloted by, piloted by a smart, handsome boy named Launchpad, who was actually a duck and not a boy. Launchpad took care of Indy's longer trips out of the country because he didn't charge as much as those big airplane companies because Indy just couldn't afford that on a teacher's salary. All right, Indy, here we are. 1940s Nazi Germany, Launchpad <laughs> McQuaid commented. <laughs> Indiana looked out his window, and my god, it was worse than he thought. There was so much Hitler shit everywhere, man. (laughs) Banners, soldiers, commemorative... So so much Hitler shit. Um, Do you know when World War II took place, mostly? 1940s, ain't it? (laughs) Do you know when... I mean, I guess the movie takes place in in the ramp up to World War Two. It, it's it's Italy in in like nineteen thirty six, I think. There there were banners, soldiers, commemorative collectors' cups. Ding dang Hitler mania was running wild in the Third Reich. Indiana knew he wouldn't be able to get through customs looking like he did, but luckily, Indy had a plan. Greetings, it's me, Adolf Hitler, Indiana remarked as he cleverly disguised himself. A thing that happens! I didn't think that happened, but I put it, I did it! I don't think he disguises himself as Hitler, though. Well, no, but you were still shockingly close. He cleverly disguised himself as Adolf Hitler with an old sweatshirt from the gift shop and a comb that he cut in half and glued to his face to be a mustache. Yes, that's right. In order to complete his mission and find his dad, I guess, Indiana Jones had to become the one thing he hated most, German. The (laughs) custom... (laughs) The custom worker gave Indy a once-over before remarking... Well, I can't argue with evidence. You definitely are wearing the trademark mustache and pullover hoodies that Hitler is known for. Safe passage (laughs) into the country, Manfjord. I was really fucking fried from work. I am shocked. I can't figure this out. I'm shocked no ASM artist has made a Dr. Facilier. There's one, (laughs) and it's four minutes long, and then there's a guy just Speaking the lyrics to friends on the other side. And then I get how to play Dr. Facilier in Dungeons and Dragons. Which, fuck yeah, I would do the shit well, out of that. Okay, that sounds dope. The other one sounds fucking like, sit, sit down at my table. Um, Okay, now here. Put your mind the, uh, to tease. Scoot your chair out. <laughs> All right, now uh, put, your, put your mind at ease. If you, if you relax... It will enable me to do anything I please. Oh, you're you're carrying a lot of tension in your upper back. Let me just let me just smooth that out for you. Don't you disrespect me, little man. <laughs> D- don't, don't don't you, you derogate or deride. I'm gonna. You're I'm gonna... in my world now. Not your world. <laughs> I'm going to full-on binaural that. I'm going to put you in one headphone and me in the other headphone. Oh, God, that's so good. Now, I'm going to rub this piece of cloth very gently over the microphone. The cards, the cards, the cards will tell. The past, the present, and the future as well. The cards, the cards, just pick three. Now, take a little trip into your future with me. 
I just need to <laughs> shuffle the deck real quick. Okay, let's do some fucking magic. I'm Dr. Vasily. I'm going to turn you into a fucking frog now, you dirty boy. Won't you shake the polis in his hands? Come on, boy. Shake my hand. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's full binaural. It's like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? Transformation Central. Transmogrification Central! <laughs> In the broadest definition of fixing things, I'm Kaido. But now we're going to fuck. We're going to move on to next week. Now we're going to fuck up Kaido! <laughs> I like to think, like, imagine you're just, like, half asleep at night, and then your door gets busted down. We're going to fuck up Kaido! How'd you get in my home? Doesn't matter, I'm Kaido! Hold it out! All that matters is I'm here now, <laughs> and I got a fucking laser eye. <laughs> I know, I, I prefer that, which was, all it means is I'm here now, strokes your hair lovingly. Heard you been having <laughs> nightmares lately. I'm going to make sure you sleep tight tonight, I'm Kino. Heard you been having a tough time lately, bud. Do you want to talk about it? I'm here for you. I'm Kato. But it's all right if you don't want to talk about it. I've got Ben and Jerry's and Mitchell versus the Machines on Netflix queued up in the living room. If you just want a girl's night, I'm Kato. <laughs> we all struggle sometimes, mate. It's fine. <laughs> Except me. I never do because I'm Kato. It gets better. Unless you try to cross Kano, and then it gets worse. All right, do you want to play the quiz yes. of how many flavors you can name? Okay. Yeah, let's let's play the feud. I'm on Sporkle, so like this is actual legit. Oh man, that means I'm gonna be timed. You got six minutes, and I don't think we're gonna use all six minutes. I have to think of twenty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flavors. Just all twenty-three right. flavors. <laughs> Cherry. Cherry is there. That is one of them. Very good. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Okay. What? There's no cinnamon in Dr. Pepper? That's like the spice. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. We are beyond <laughs> fuck. Maybe okay. just start naming flavors. Okay. Um, what are flavors? Root beer. Is root, root beer, beer? flavor? Hey, bud, root beer's on here. Cinnamon's <laughs> not, but root beer is. What are, what are, what are, Scotty, what are flavors? <laughs> sugar's not a flavor. Sugar's an ingredient. Sugar is not on here either. <laughs> Xanthum gum. <laughs> That's an ingredient. That's not a fucking flavor. You don't know that. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> L lemon lemon is on the list it's i think you could probably just name shit and, and you'll do better than thinking about it um, lime lime is not on the list they kind of already had that taken care of with lemon shut up um what, what is taste you're tasting it right now well okay i'll I smell a lot of cherry. Don't <laughs> oh, shit, champ. Okay, uh, uh, vanilla. Vanilla is on the list. I cheated. I already knew that one. Fuck you. Damn now, it. Now, here's uh, some bullshit. I did taste a little caramel. I put that in. Isn't caramel just like burnt vanilla? It's basically maybe? just like burnt sugar. I don't know. What do I look like? A fucking sodaologist? <laughs> what do I look like? A, do I look like a doctor, Dr. Wham? <laughs> I don't know. We're only like five in. Was cardamom in it? Cardamom? Car cardamom? Why not? Card cardamom. It's, it's not. It's not okay. in there. There's no cardamom. Uh, garlic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's garlic in this soda. There's garlic soda. Cloves. 
cloves. I tried to type it. Okay, clove clove is in there. And yeah. I was trying to I was fucking about and tried to type in pepperoni, but no, <laughs> but pepper is in there. So it took it from me. We are fucking stupid. <laughs> Coconut? No. No. Banana. No. What are what are other things? Strawberry. <laughs> You're you're not you're making it worse. Great. I'm to think. <laughs> you're not helping. Curry. <laughs> I think we gotta focus on the spices, and I think that's gonna kill us even more. We're four minutes in. Do you give? No, no. <laughs> I'm googling spices. Shut up. <laughs> Vinegar. That's <laughs> not spice. Fuck you. My favorite spice that goes into my sodas is vinegar. (laughs) Egg. (laughs) Is there egg in my soda? Whiskey. Basil. (laughs) And then a beam of energy is going to shoot into the sky and then it's going to have a cloud, a circle of clouds around it. It's gonna be a big, big old beam of energy, and in the clouds, you're gonna see Loki's dead mom. It's just <laughs> gonna be like, "Good job, son. I knew you could do it. You did." It. And you're gonna also see Odin, and he's just gonna be like, "I didn't care one way or the other. Fuck you. You're not my kid." Loki. Loki just looks up at his mother, who looks down like, "Mother." Does this mean I get to visit you now with all these timelines and different possibilities? And she looks down at him and just goes, No, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> Still gone, but Oopsie poopsies. Marvel just does this. <laughs> I'm gone. They can't afford to pay me anymore, son. <laughs> they even got rid of Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, this is a body double. We put a mask on this guy. <laughs> We couldn't even do that CGI face thing. It's just a straight up rubber mask. (laughs) And then pan to fake Odin who just goes, there's too much fucking shit on. I can't move. There's too much fucking shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Odin, gonna need you to go over to Loki and kick his chair. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm gonna rip the head off. I'm gonna rip the fucking head off. Oh, I can't breathe, okay? Off. I'm telling you, I can't. <laughs> this is fucking incomprehensible. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and Odin just walks away. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going to have to happen in the last episode. <laughs> For us it's, to be it, satisfied. It has to be a, a secret crossover with I think you should leave now. <laughs> Statement of Ken Stevens regarding his experience in the now condemned house that sits at the corner of 25th and Richardson, one of the first known locations of the abomination. Original statement given August 6, 2007. Audio recording by Steve Burns, head archivist of the Blues Institute, Philadelphia. Statement begins. I've never been a big fan of animals. I grew up allergic to most and afraid of the rest. Despite this, I find myself coming into contact with them on a regular basis. As a child, my parents were well known at the pet store, adopting a dog or a cat or whatever one week and being forced to return it the next. Eventually, I gave in and let them put a goldfish in my room. The same problem occurred well into adulthood. My roommates would insist on purchasing parrots or calicos. One time, I even stayed at a loft where a baby alligator was on prominent display. Eventually, I found a flat of my own and thought I was safe from this curse. This curse of the animal. Until I met Sandy. Sandy was my girlfriend and insisted on bringing her cat to live with us. It was a small, mangy-looking thing that she adopted off the side of the road. It would bite, claw, and screech at any given opportunity. Its fur was littered across the apartment, and my eyes were permanently red due to allergies. When Sandy left last summer, she left her cat behind. I'll be honest, I don't know what she wanted to be rid of more. Me or the cat. 
I was forced to take care of this villainous cat day in and day out. I could have thrown it out into the street. I could have left it to starve, but I couldn't. I just didn't think I had that in me. And to be honest, I feel like that damned cat was the last thing connecting me to Sandy. If I let the cat go, I let Sandy go. And I wasn't ready to make that choice. Unfortunately, time decided to make my choice for me. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure if my eyes were watering from allergies or if I was genuinely crying when that pest died. It was the harsh finality of it all coming from out of nowhere. I, I buried her underneath a tree in a nearby park, said a few words, and realized that it was time for me to move on. That's where 25th and Richardson comes into play. I still need to re-upload the bad Hawk Babadook shirt that <laughs> Disney got mad at us and told us to take it down. Too but hot all- for tea public. You do. You need to upload it so I can buy it and upset people with it. Here's what was the worst part was the fact that they were like, no, Disney said you can't put this up. And I was like, oh, it's because Baby Yoda. So my argument was going to be like, oh, it's not Baby Yoda, Disney. You don't have to worry. It's just Quicksilver from another IP you own. So my argument quickly fell apart. No, Disney, it's Hawk Babadook. (laughs) But you can get that at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and you can support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And yeah. Hey, Zagman. Zagman. Nice merch. Hey, Zagman, the fuck does that say? (laughs) I hate the government. I love my podcast. Zagman, what the fuck are you wearing? (laughs) Zagman, when you return to the underworld, keep an eye out for these two demons, (laughs) Lefty Foot and Shifty. I had threatened you with with bodily harm, I said, if you did a pokemon song and you were like yeah but but like why would i why would i do that like brian david gilbert already did like the perfect poker app i could never improve on that and we were and i was like you know what yeah that's true that's that's a good point oh no but (laughs) no no you know what he didn't do he didn't do a, a a pokemon sonnet he didn't do a perfect Viridian City. No. I, I'm on the road to, to Viridian, Viridian City. City. Viridian City. No, um. To- <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Viridian City. <laughs> no, he didn't do a Pokemon Sonnet. So, I mean, that field was wide open. Oh, God. Shall I compare thee to a Pokemon? <laughs> Wow, just right off the bat there. Uh, no, it's because you had the cadence of, like, Bill S. Preston. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a Pokemon, dude? Dude. But one could only ever mimic you. Oh, my cr- God. Where I- Don't you fucking interrupt me. <laughs> I'm going to have to hold all of it in. No, no, I do. Actually, I want to, I want to see how upset you get, but, you know. <laughs> Were I crass, I'd ask you for a ride on. Since I'm not, I'll just take a peek at you. Oh my, oh, I hate you so much. If a vol picture's worth a thousand words. Oh no. And we agree that I'm no Shakespeare. Mm. Would your bay leaf in me be undeterred? If to your I love you, I said ditto? How do I strangle someone through a computer screen? How do... If there is a chancy that you'd say no, uh, then I may as well be dead in dugong. Oh, God. You would surely break my heart Akuno, but it's always Fuck dark you. right before Fuck the dawn. You. No! Do not leave things all swirlicks and pending. Let's get our Clefairy tale ending. Welcome to the last episode of Fun Fiction, ladies and gentlemen.
Because, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. As, as we talk of Michael Keaton, so what's wild is, yeah, Michael Keaton is responsible for... Like like you said, like it's just just really like making it his own and and everything. Um, in fact, from what I have dug up here, he ad libbed ninety percent of this <gasps> shit. It yeah. was just him fucking around. Hell yeah, Mikey! He says this is what one of his king. favorite movies, probably because oh, yeah. Tim Burton was just like, yeah, man, just fuck around, just say shit. Uh, Oh my gosh. Uh, he says uh, that he, when he first showed up to the set as Beetlejuice, the crew was chanting, quote, Juice, Juice, Juice. <laughs> and this guy excited for his role. <laughs> I want so that great. every time I enter a room. <laughs> juice, Juice. Um, <laughs> so, also on the list, uh, as as Beetlejuices who were being considered, these all these all are, are less are more like okay yeah I guess I could see that Robin Williams, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Jim Carrey, Tim Curry, Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, John Cleese, Dustin Hoffman. Nothing particularly Hoffman. out of well, the ordinary. Hoffman would be yeah yeah I, I see Hoffman. God that Jack Nicholson Beetlejuice though yeah that would have that would have been would have been quite a lot. Here's the <laughs> fun one. Okay. At one point, Tim Burton considered Arnold Schwarzenegger for the role of Beetlejuice. Oh! Sorry, that's going to be terrible. I'm a demon. <laughs> I come from the ground. You must say my name three times. What's your name? I can't pronounce it. <laughs> you have to oh say it. <laughs> that's that is. We've come for your daughter, Chuck. Oh God, I can't see. I can't fucking do it. Come for your Tim Burton Chuck. has done two things. Story says we've come. When he shows up and he says we've come for your daughter, Chuck. Oh, I can't fucking say. It. I just watched Red Heat like four days ago and I can't fucking do. Come for your daughter. Um, however, the I... Geffen Company felt that due to Schwarzenegger's reputation at the time as an action star, people wouldn't take it seriously. But Burton, you don't a, fucking say. But Burton approached. Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger anyway he turned it down as he was busy shooting I do not want to be in your juice movie little man <laughs> what your was he shooting crazy. he was shooting the he was shooting the running man which to be fair <laughs> fucking rules so I mean like you know what a time <laughs> what a fuck I alternately now just want Schwarzenegger but in the musical adaptation of Beetlejuice <laughs> one of them tackles a ninja turtle through a wall, and they end up in a vanilla ice concert. <laughs> and this isn't like a fun middle of the movie goof. This is the ultimate battle of the Ninja Turtles against Taka and Razor, the fox and turtle. And Vanilla, I, the whole club shuts down because it's like, oh, fuck, this is horrible. <laughs> Five seconds later, they're like, you know what? This is pretty cool. And then Vanilla Ice. Go ninja, go ninja, yes. <laughs> Freestyles a rap on stage about what's happening in the audience. And now everyone <laughs> thinks it's part of the fucking show. Of course, obviously. And so then they realize the only way to make them turn into their original forms easier is with is carbon. to feed them vanilla ice. <laughs> no, I wish. No, it's to feed them carbon dioxide. So they just shove fire extinguishers down their throats, spray it. And I'm like, that's going to kill them no matter what. I do not think that this is going to affect the mutagen. I think it's just going to kill them. But no, they end up burping a lot because kids movie and ah. then turn back into a fox and a snapping turtle. But that doesn't matter because April O'Neil has been kidnapped by Shredder, who's on the who's sitting in. Sure. Oh, Bud, we're not done. <laughs> we're not done. We're not. 
He's on stage. I think it's... No, it's not even April. It's just some random-ass woman at the Vanilla Ice concert, and she wasn't ready for this. (laughs) She wasn't prepared for this. She thought she was just going to go see Vanilla Ice. (laughs) She just wanted to see Ice, baby. Why couldn't Shredder just kidnap Vanilla Ice? Yeah, and so then... He wasn't a coward. (laughs) Uh, Then Shredder pulls out the big vial of ooze and is like, I still have more. And they're like, no! And then... Um, dipshit comes. Dipshit who joined the Foot Clan and is useless through the whole film jumps on stage and just spin kicks the vial out of Shredder's hands. Okay. And while he's distracted getting the vial, Michelangelo has found a keytar. I don't fucking know where, hooked it up to an amplifier that he, Marty McFly's up so high that he presses a chord on the keytar and it sends Shredder hurtling out of the building as the amp explodes. Uh, hey, Megan? <laughs> Megan? Yes, I'm not- yes Scotty? I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not fucking done. What's left? Well, they go outside and they're like, ah, oh, good. The Shredder is finally dead. God, I love being a turtle. And they all put their arms around each other. And then the boardwalk they're on just gets yeeted down because Shredder took the last vial of ooze himself and has now become a super Shredder who's played by WCW champion Kevin fucking Nash. Big Daddy Cool Diesel is here and he's the Shredder. What? And... He, firstly, by the way, I I had this exact same rant on Twitter once. I tagged Kevin Nash in the rant, and he has blocked me to this day. <laughs> um, and you'd think, like, oh, great, now we get to see an epic battle of these four turtles versus this Jack Shredden man. No, he just gets pissed, starts ripping down beams, and it's it just, like, starts to cause the entire boardwalk to crumble around them. And instead of getting the fuck out, Leonardo just starts praying. <laughs> not, not praying, but, you know, just like that ninjutsu, like, ah, like, yes, meditating. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not meditating because he's speaking words, oh. but he's like, God, I love being a turtle. And then as he does that, the whole boardwalk collapses around them and sends them all into the ocean. What? And the moments fuck? later, all that happens are four turtle shells start bobbing up on the surface, unmoving. What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> One of these anime characters were pirates. How well would they do? And I kind of went through and I ranked uh, about 10 different characters as how they would be as a pirate. Um, All right. Do you guys want the shitty ones first or the best ones first? I kind of want best first. Well, Light Yagami would be a great fucking pirate because it's just like... Wait, who's over there? <laughs> who's over there taking over that village that we want? All right. <laughs> then you just see the boat sink in the distance. All right, the, the, name's, go- the name's written on the flag. Like, it's not hard to picture <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> He's just sitting up in, like, the, the fucking crow's nest, doodling various flags that pass by him. <laughs> yeah, but also light sucks and everyone hates him. Yeah, but he is. Well, it's because he's overpowered his shit, because he just has to doodle some shit in his book. Uh, another one who I think would be really good uh, All Might. Big, yeah. intimidating, but I, I think he'd get bored and might jump off the boat, was my only issue. I gave him an A minus. He also wouldn't want to be a pirate. Yeah, that's the other issue with that. Like, because a lot of these heroes are very... Like, Goku got an F, because you know Goku wouldn't engage in piracy, and also he would just keep disappearing off the fucking boat for, like, episodes at the time. 
A little bit of a turn to the rough now. Naruto, D-minus, keeps trying to make the sails go flat and go behind him to make the boat go faster. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. It's the great pirate Naruto, and you just see these fucking flat sails soaring behind a boat. So Naruto is in One Piece, and One Piece is in Naruto. (laughs) No! No! In the uh, in the the week the week the last ever chapter of Naruto came out, the cover was Luffy and Naruto uh, getting ramen, but Nami's walking in front of the camera in front of Naruto, so you just see like his feet and like the top of his hair. But and then like on the last episode of uh, Naruto, uh, Naruto's son Boruto uh, graffitis the straw hat flag on the Hokage uh, statue. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, there, there, there's there's some cross pollination in the waters. Uh, Yugi Moto B. He has card games, so he can pass the time on the boat, and he's used to being a leader. Well, at least the fucking Pharaoh is, and that is in his side of his puzzle. He has not had great success on boats in the past. I will say, it is where he said goodbye to Exodia. <laughs> I hate you. Would he have Exodia? I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh! Besides Exodia is like the best one. It's don't, not. Don't, don't, don't. Exodia unlo- is not God. that good. You've, un- you've unleashed his trap cards. <laughs> 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 uh, Exodia kind of fucking sucks ass. Uh, let's see. I've done all my... I did Sailor Moon. Uh, Joseph Joestar, D+, can't stop fucking posing to steer. And I feel like that's going to be a bad thing to do out on sea. Um... And now, finally, my last one, uh, Guru Ruman, who got disqualified because he was crucified at sea. <laughs> that was my last one. Um, so Alexander the Great opened a door to hell to hide his gold there. Yeah, but what it gets fuck? worse. Because that's not why Dick Dastardly wants to go. Dick Dastardly wants to go because he's already opened the portal once, sent Muttley through, and Muttley couldn't return. <laughs> so now he's trying to rescue his dog from literal Christian hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. So... Film continues on. It turns out the scorpion robots are actually pretty cute in their normal form. They're called the Rottens. Um, and you they finally. A- breeze past this! Yeah. Shaggy, Scooby. It's. Or actually, wait, no, it's Shaggy, Scooby. It's me, Mark Wahlberg. How's your mother? We gotta go <laughs> stop Dick Dastardly. He's trying to rescue his dog from hell. There's gold there. <laughs> Simon Cowell's here. This movie's for kids. <laughs> so. Alan Rickman. Yes. Ph- phenomenal actor. Great, one of the greatest of all R- time. R.I.P. R.I.P. to a real one. To a, to a real one. If you look at him and hear his voice and think, he belongs in a musical, you're a fucking insane man. You're a crazy man. <laughs> need, to, need to hear those angel pipes sing. <laughs> Turn to page 394, <laughs> Mr. Potter. <laughs> There's don't a part you, he does. Don't you want to hear this voice take flight? <laughs> there is a he does a duet with Sweeney, and holy shit! At one point, he's not even singing; nope. he's just like, "I'm here talking." And then there's a lull, and in the greatest moment of this entire fucking film, Alan Rickman, the music swells around him, and he just goes. And then Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, the murderous Londoner, just starts whistling, and they have a fun little whistle duet. Well, this is also the song about how they think women are just real pretty. Uh, I believe the song title is Pretty Women. So, yes, you are correct there. (laughs) 
All I want to talk about with this are the beautiful examples of the way Jaden broke the rules. Because when you look at what Yugi did, like, I think one time Kaiba summoned Blue Eyes without sacrificing anything, which is obviously not the... You must sacrifice two monsters to do that. Um, Obviously. (laughs) And then um, summoning and defense position was one of the ways Jaden broke the rules, because they must be uh, summoned face down. However, I do enjoy this dichotomy of number 10, misusing super polymerization. Nine, using Sabatiel, which is, I believe, a banned card. Number eight, summoning in defense position. Number seven, putting his opponents into comas, which is infamously against the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it's fr- frowned upon. Uh, number five, well, he drew on his first turn, which you're not supposed to really do. He, uh, he overstuffs his deck. He plays banned cards. Oh, and then the number one way he broke the rules, committing mass genocide. <laughs> you know, that thing that it's in every Yu-Gi-Oh handbook. Do not yeah. commit genocide mid-duel. When, when you go to your, your local, uh, card shop... And you go to, uh, you know, play the other little kids in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. That's that's the first thing. Like, all right, like check your deck for the banned cards. You know, these are the rules. Don't commit mass genocide. <laughs> Never do a big old genocide. Tim, you don't Tim, know. we fucking talked about this. <laughs> do you remember what happened last time, Tim? You played Blue Eyes and then you committed a mass <laughs> genocide on everyone here. I don't want to give any any information on what I've done here. I kind of want you to just come into this completely blank. How does a tech guy, sidekick, a femme fatale, and a grappler trapped when a painting got snatched up? What happens when the burglarer's burglary goes sour? They'll be in jail in just a few hours. When a million dollar opportunity that is so unique, things are looking bleak, and they just all want to shriek, and they just all want to sink, and then they just hear him speaking. This man, he says, they'll be rich as kings after the weekend. And every day they thought would they be and hustled and led astray. They sat and prayed, hoping this job would pay off. Inside they were terrified that they'd be laid off. The crew knew they had no choice but to take off. The next day came. The squad was all in pain. They all saw their future drip dripping down their drain. But they got their act together. They just had to stay sane and obey this rich crane and hop aboard his plane. Well, the world got around, they got filled up with their fear, man, as they climbed up into the higher atmosphere, and their fears came true, been betrayed by the crane, they swore, spat, and cursed his name, what's your name, man? Darius the Rumble Grouch, my name is Darius the Rumble Grouch. And I'm the baddest motherfucker here And I'm taking down the plane Down the money plane Our hero edge in the cockpit Sick of oh, it's it still for going, Two oh hours God, later so Edge much. and his crew it's so, so shaken Half dead Haven't broke a few joints and kicked groins And Edge took the money But they left the Bitcoin <laughs> And as for the rumble The rumble the he didn't so run and hide oh, Left him with fuck. nothing but ruined pride Potential Homicide, a voice saying, Rumble, you gotta fend for yourself. He started reloading and mowing down the killers on the shelf. You see, there was nothing left to do. See the rumble shoot and shoot. He ended up dead and destitute without an ounce of retribution. Started bleeding, seeing how his failed plans turned out. On the money plane, the garbage can was waiting for the grouch. Cursing out every name that he could remember. The grouch is at his end. See him now as he tremors. The life leaves. His eyes as he looks up and he mutters, I'm the world's baddest motherfucker. He's on the money plane. He's on the money plane. He's on the world's. Oh my god. He's on the money plane. We were getting on that plane for you. You were 
Died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm a damn drone with a gun. He's the best motherfucker here. What's your name, man? Darius the Rumble Grouch. Well, until then, Megan, where could people find you on the internet? You can find me at totallyclash.com. Well, Africa will never let me die. <laughs> I bless the rich down in Africa. <laughs> I do a podcast called Ono Lit Clash, which is all about classic literature, where you can hear all about the characters in this film, except in the actual books that they come from and not this trash movie. Books. It's a podcast about books. B-O-O-K-S-C-H Books Books And it's called Onolit Clash You can listen to it At onolitclash.com Or wherever you get your podcasts And you can follow me At imdb.com Backsport slash Sean underscore Gomery Or on Twitter at Meg underscore danger. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffy Dem Morgan. Or at Scotty Moe. What voice is that? In the voice of Jeffy Dem Morgan. Hey, or Lord at Scotty Moe. At C-O-T-D-Y-E-M-O. Listen to all my other podcasts. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't you sound like a you sound like a Cajun who's having a stroke. Add a load of pureBS.com. You sound like that firefly from the Princess of the Frog, but he's dying. Go listen to the video vicious of Sam and Magic while I go fuck this star because that's a real plot point in the Disney movie. It sure is. <laughs> Special <laughs> thanks to that day for their music. They play that sweet, sweet music at the beginning and the end of the... <laughs> All right, now you're Miss Cleo and you're about to read me my fortune. <laughs> you have fucking shown me up and made me look... You've made me look a damn fool. <laughs> And yet you come you come here and you try to do the rock and you fall flat on your face. Of course I'm never going to let you forget it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not every boss can be as accurate as Daphne <laughs> Mulga. <laughs> and apparently you can't do Jeffrey. I don't know if you can't do Jeffrey Dean Morgan or at this point. This is just taken over. <laughs> this is just what you sound like. It's now. my own personal rampage virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm getting bigger now. Oh, <laughs> oh that's it. <laughs> He's gone now. It's too late. Raw, raw, I'm a monster now. <laughs> Pick up that good, good Hawk Bobaduk merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Should we make a Baby Yoda Hawk Bobaduk shirt? Yes, yes. <laughs> you did it. You breathed it into the world. We have to do it. Mandalorian Baby Yoda Hawk Bobaduk merch. <laughs> Say it. Say on Twitter that you want it, and then Scotty has to do it. We've got to figure <laughs> that's it how, out. That's how it happens. 
God, he's under a witch's curse. <laughs> where if you say on Twitter that you'll spend money on it, they have to make it. It would be like Baby Yoda holding a bong, wearing Quicksilver's costume, and his ears would be pointed up so it looks like the Quicksilver earwings. And then it would have to say something that makes absolutely no sense. It just would say Hawk Babadook. Uh, no. That already makes no fucking sense, and it wouldn't be promoting our show in any <laughs> meaningful way whatsoever. It would say, I'm a Babadook, I, I, I eat podcast shit dreams, and I've got a hot-ass wife. And I've got a work at Waffle House. <laughs> My name's the Bob. I'm a Papa Duck. I work at the Waffle House. I spit guns. <laughs> I spit guns and eat venom. I love my podcasts and I love my wife. I love, I love, I love my podcast, my wife, and my Jesus in that order. I love, I love my dad, Pedro Pascal, and I love my podcasts. <laughs>